Jesus Christ has already risen. Okay. <laughs> he is risen. Okay, put it, put it, put it. 欢迎各位来到这里，一起来敬拜我们的神。Good morning, brothers and sisters. Welcome everyone here. We can worship our God. 我想请问一下，我们在座的有多少人是经历两年多的疫情居家隔离之后，今天是第一次回到教会实体敬拜的？I want to ask how many people is their first time coming back to church to worship after being quarantined at home for more than two years。感谢赞美神啊！Praise God. 是不是感觉有点像在复活重生啊? Feels kind of like a resurrection, right? <笑> 相信你的到来就跟我们很多人一样来庆祝这个很特别的日子,是不是? I believe you are here like many of us to celebrate the special day. 今天对我们教会来说是一个很特别,很重要的日子。Today is a very special, important day for our church. 今天是我们庆祝教会三十周年的日子。Today is the day we celebrate the 30th anniversary of our church. 今天我们当中也有一位弟兄,四位姐妹接受洗礼见证主名,很重要的日子。And today one of our brothers and four sisters are baptized to bear witness to the name of the Lord. 更重要的,今天是复活节。More importantly, today is Easter. 是我们庆祝主耶稣基督从死里复活的日子。The day we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus from the dead. 你有没有注意到? 旁边十字架就中国的三个十就很庆祝三十我在写的时候哇真的很像这三十所以我故意写傻不是写三十就写傻三十个十 Oh yeah, the, the word uh, next to the years, it looks like uh, three crosses That's... Yeah, 弟兄姊妹们，如果耶稣基督当时没有从死里复活，那么我们今天所信的都是突然的。Brothers and sisters, if Lord Jesus hadn't been raised from the dead at that time, then everything we believe in today would be meaningless.更不用讲什么庆祝啊，什么庆什么什么寿喜啊。We would have no reason to celebrate or even to baptism.也就是因为主耶稣基督真的从死里复活了，带给我们一个很真实的盼望。It is only because Jesus rose from the dead that He brings us a true hope. 我们从圣经的学到一些教导，才可能真的成为有实际，才可能成为我们生命当中的一些帮助、一些指引。And only then can what the Bible teaches become actualized and help us in our lives.相信各位同意哦，在政治动荡之后，又经历了漫长的新冠病毒的肆虐，甚至还看不到这个疫情什么时候结束的时候。I believe everyone will agree that you know this political turmoil and long period of COVID is not even clear when the pandemic will end. 在这种种种的冲击，说实在的哈，说实在的，给我们社会、给我们教会带来很大的伤害。And these kinds of conflicts, to be honest, have really brought a lot of harm to our society and to our church. 最近仍然还没有停止的乌俄战争，更是带给我们生命当中、生活当中很大的冲击。And even the Ukrainian-Russian war, which hasn't stopped, it's brought a lot of impact to our lives. 有没有加油？是加个到三块多的，有没有？ Gas price. Yeah, the gas price. No more three dollars, right? Yeah. 在这种迷离朴素的情况之下，我们难免会问哦。In in this confusing situation, we inevitably want to ask. 未来会怎么样？What will the future be like? 生活会会正常吗？Will life return to normal? 我们有没有可能重建呢？Will we be able to rebuild? 我们的平安在哪里啊？Where's our peace? 是不是啊？感谢神。
在复活节的今天，我们有这么多的弟兄姐妹们愿意踏出来进到教会里面，一起有这样一个实体的敬拜。And I really thank God that on Easter today we have so many brothers and sisters who are willing to come out to join the church in this physical worship. 一起来庆祝我们教会三十周年。We can celebrate the 30th anniversary of our church together. 一起来跟受洗的弟兄姐妹一起见证主，一起高兴，一起荣耀神。We can witness the Lord with baptized brothers and sisters and be happy together. 这是一个非常特殊的日子。This is a very special day. 我我我真的希望哈，一方面我们庆祝复活节，一方面我们也因着。主耶稣基督的复活，我们得以拨云见日。And one hand, I really hope to celebrate Easter, but I also hope that through understanding the resurrection of Lord Jesus, we're able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. 靠着主耶稣基督的恩典，让我们得以从疫情、从战火中重生，有一个始祖的血据。And by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, we might be reborn again from the pandemic, through the fire, through the war, and a full assurance of faith. 浴火重生是我们今天要来思想的话题。So、uh, the topic is rising from the ashes. What we will talk about today. 我们盼望借由圣经里面一个故事，让我们得到一些帮助。And I hope that through a passage in the Bible, we'd be able to、uh, get help. 在马可福音第五章二十五节到三十四节里面记载了一个女人的故事。Uh, there's a story that's recorded in the Gospel of Mark, chapter five, verses twenty-five to thirty-four. 这个女人的一生是非常灰暗的，因为她患了一种病。Uh, this woman, this life, this woman, life of this woman was very miserable because she suffered from a disease. This disease tormented her for 12 years. Haunted her for 12 years. No doctor could cure her. 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 就像新冠病毒的出现打乱了我们的生活一样，这个病改变了这个妇女的一生的命运。Just like the COVID virus, which disrupted all our lifestyles, this disease changed the fate of our life. 她可能原来是在一个富裕的家庭里面，婚姻幸福，生活美满，但是因为长期的血肉，她失去了幸福，她失去了快乐。She may have been in a wealthy family with a happy marriage and a happy life, but because of this disease, she lost her life. So we have to understand the background at the time. 在当时的妇女患有这个血肉的病，是被认为是一种不洁净，是一个很难堪的病。At that time, not only was it embarrassing to have suffer from this bleeding, but they would be considered unclean. 因为她所躺躺的床变得不洁净，她穿过的衣服变成不洁净，她用过的东西也变成不洁净。Because the bed she lay on would become unclean,、uh, the clothes that she wore became unclean, anything she touched would be unclean. 她摸了什么东西，东西就不洁净；她摸了那个人，那个人就不洁净。If she touches something, it becomes unclean. If she touches a person, that person becomes unclean. 所以，所以这种这种病让他们夫妻之间的关系就。So you know, this disease made the close relationship between the husband and wife really disappear. 别人就会用异样的眼光来看他，指指点点的，刻意跟他保持距离以测安全。And others look at her with disdain. They point at her and deliberately keep a distance from her. 亲戚朋友渐渐的就远离他，在社会上他抬不起头来。Relatives and friends they probably gradually move away from her. She can't really even raise her head in society. 所以他面对的社会邻居。And with that comes multiple pressures from society, neighbors, and and friends. 在这种面对健康、倾家荡产、人际关系破裂的压力之下，有十二年之久。
And you know, after 12 years under the pressure of losing her health, going bankrupt, breaking relationships. 我我们可不可以想象这个妇女是多么的痛苦，何等的孤单，何等的无助，何等的绝望，是不是 ？You can really imagine how painful, how lonely, how helpless and hopeless she must have been. 她天天盼望着她的病能够得到医治，但是她每一次换来的就是什么？更大的失望，更大的残酷的打击。Every day she hopes her illness can be cured, but every time she gets more disappointed, cruel blow after blow. 他身边没有医生可以治愈他，没有人能够帮助他，没有人愿意跟他来亲近。There's no doctors who can help her, who can heal her. No one can help her, and no one is willing to even come close to her. 忍受痛苦压力十二年，已经不是一般人所能够忍受的。And she's endured this for twelve years, which is beyond what normal people can bear. 十二年来，她在社会上被排斥，家人羞辱，被人拒绝，她可以说是走到人生的。For twelve years, she has been rejected by society. She's been humiliated, rejected by others. She can be said to have reached the end of her rope. 相信她在生命当中，她心中可能会问：为什么发生在我身上 ？I believe she might be asking herself, Why did this happen to me? 我的问题要多久才会结束 ？When will my problem be over? 我的问题是不是真的无解 ？Is my problem really incurable? 但是圣经告诉我们，有一天。这个妇人的生命改变了。But the Bible tells us that one day this woman's life has changed. 她从这个疫情当中重生了，她的病痛不再困扰她，她可以从各样的愁苦里面走出来。She's been reborn from the pandemic. Her sickness no longer haunts her. She can come out of every sorrow. 哎，这个转捩点，在在于她接触了耶稣。And this turning point was that she came into contact with Jesus. 圣经告诉我们。就在这个极端愁苦的时候，这个妇人听到了关于耶稣的事情。The Bible tells us that this woman heard about Jesus during her time of great distress. 她可能是在远远的角落里面听到耶稣的教导。She maybe heard from the teachings of Jesus far off. 她也可能听过耶稣基督所行的神迹，一并赶鬼、洁打进洁净大麻风的。Healing the sick,、uh, casting out demons, cleansing lepers. 他可能也看到耶稣，听到耶稣基督叫瘸腿行走，叫瞎眼看见，平静风浪。She even seen Jesus make the lame rise up and walk, open the eyes of the blind, calm the wind and the sea. 所以，他决定要来找耶稣。So she decided. 我们不知道他是如何听到耶稣的事情。We don't know how she heard about Jesus. 我们不知道他是不是曾经询问过其他曾经被医治、耶稣医治过的人。We don't know if she ever asked other people who had been healed by Jesus. However, when she heard about Jesus, she came to him. She desperately wanted to come out of her misery. And she believes Jesus is her only hope. So verse 27-28 says, When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. 意思是说，我只要摸他的衣裳就必痊愈了。Because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I'll be healed. 他这里说，他从背后偷偷的摸耶稣的衣袍最边缘的衣角。他想，只要摸了耶稣就必痊愈了。Here it says that she secretly touched the edge of Jesus' cloak from behind because she thinks as long as she touches Jesus, she'll be healed. 第二，这边这个想法实在是不太容易的事情。Ah, such an idea is kind of unprecedented. It's very novel. 因为你想想哈，相信这个妇人能够了解，她摸了什么东西，什么东西就不洁净；她摸了谁，谁就不洁净。Because think about it, you know, this woman she knows that whatever she comes into contact with becomes unclean. 所以她在她的内心里面有一种心态，她。
他要逃避这个窘况，不敢去摸，不敢伸手去伸手，甚至不敢伸出友谊的手、热情的手去跟人家握手。这个时候怎么可能呢？对，是不是啊？ So because she doesn't want to be embarrassed, she doesn't dare touch people, doesn't dare stretch out her hand, doesn't dare extend the hand of friendship or shake someone's hand. How would she dare at this moment, right? 但是内心的脆皮，虽然不敢明明的做 ，But despite her inner hesitation， 那么就从暗的来吧。She decided to secretly touch. 所以她不顾众人一样的眼光。血肉的女人夹杂在众人当中，她偷偷的、偷偷的摸了耶稣的衣裳。So disregarding the strange looks from the crowd, the bleeding woman mixed in with the crowd and sneakily touched Jesus' clothes. 只要摸耶稣的衣裳，我的病就会好起来了。As long as I touch Jesus' clothes, I'll be healed. 这个女人心中这样一个盼望。Uh, she actually was very, very scared. 没有想到，没有想到，她才摸了耶稣衣裳的边边，垂下来的坠子。竟然就像二十九节这边所描述的。She would have never thought that when she touched the the the, the edge of Jesus' clothes, it would turn out like it says in verse twenty-nine. 她身上真的不再流血了。困扰她十二年的病，竟然马上得到医治了。不可能的神机真的发生了。Immediately her bleeding stopped. She felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. The twelve years disease, the miracle happened, and she was healed. 更重要的。他也从他的疫情当中得到了重生，得到了耶稣基督的救恩。And what's even more important from that is that she was able to, because of Jesus, be reborn and、uh, come come out of it. 因着耶稣，他的愁苦可以卸下，他可以享有平安。And because of Jesus,、uh, she can put down her sorrows and she can、uh, come out of them. 我相信这就是这段圣经要提醒我们的。And I believe that is what this passage is trying to tell us. 为什么在疫情笼罩的愁苦当中，我们可以在耶稣基督里面得到平安、得重生呢 ？Why is it that we can find peace in Jesus and be born again in the midst of the grief shrouded in the pandemic？ 在这段经文里面，我们可以看到三个原因。In this passage, we see three reasons. 第一个，我们可以从浴火重生，乃是因为这位爱我们的耶稣在乎我们的感受。First, we can be we can、uh, be reborn from the fire. We can rise from the ashes because Jesus cares about our feelings. 现在弟兄姊妹们，我知道这个时候哈，我们要了解一下哈，我们要了解当时的耶稣在做什么。Brothers and sisters, we know this time. We need to think. You know what was Jesus doing at this time? 根据马可福音第五章二十二节到二十四节，圣经告诉我们 ，According to Mark five twenty-two to twenty-four, the Bible tells us， 有一个管会堂的人名叫雅鲁，来见耶稣，就伏在他的脚前。A man named Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue, he came to Jesus and he fell down at his feet. 再三的求他说，我的小女儿快要死了，求你去按手在她身上，使她痊愈得以活。And he begged him. He said, "My little daughter is about to die. Go and lay your hands on her, and you will, and she will be able to be well." 他说，再三的求他说，我的小女儿快要死了，求你按手在她身上，使她痊愈，就得以存活。He he pleaded earnestly, begged again and again. So Jesus went with them. And there's a great crowd that followed him. Ah, 也就是说，耶稣跟众人是要赶着过来做什么事情 ？In other words, Jesus and the crowd they were rushing. What were they trying to do? 要救的要去救一个十二岁的女孩子。They were trying to save this twelve-year-old girl. 这个女孩子是管会堂的雅鲁的女儿。This girl was the daughter of Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue. 我们要了解，当时管会堂是有地位、有身份、受人尊敬的人。At the time, you know,、uh, the ruler of the synagogue was a man of status and, and respect. 
在当时的社会是被十分看重的人。He was very important in the eyes of society. 今天这样一个受到大家敬重的人来求耶稣帮忙。And this day, a man who was respected by everyone came to Jesus for ask help. 当然，耶稣看重这个小孩子的生命。所以他就跟大家一起去到雅鲁，要赶去雅鲁的家来救他的生命。Of course, Jesus valued this little girl's life, so then he and everyone they rushed to Jairus's house to save her. 而另一方面 ，But then you have on the other hand， 这个得了血肉的妇人 ，There's a woman who has this blood leak。我我们刚刚说了，这个人在人眼中是不洁净，是避而远之的。And as we said, you know, she was unclean in the eyes of the people, and she'd be shunned。我们甚至可以说，她在当时是被人所唾弃的渣渣。We can even say that she was considered scum and spurned by the people at the time. 在人的眼光当中，她是一点价值都没有的。In people's eyes, she was considered worthless. 在这十二年漫长的岁月当中，别人对她的观感，她是心知肚明的。And she was well aware of what other people felt about her during these twelve years. 所以用我们一般人的眼光来看，哪一个重要 ？So from the point of view of, of, of people, which one is more important? 是那个有身份、受人尊敬、管会堂雅鲁的女儿，还是得了血肉的妇人 ？Is it the daughter of Jairus, the well-known, respected ruler of the synagogue, or is it this woman with the blood disease? 哪一个 ？Which one do you think? 都不敢讲。No one dares to say. 我我我想你们当中很很多有爱心的都说啊都一样啦，所以不讲话对哈。I know some of us are very loving. We say, oh, everyone's equal. You know, they're equally important. 说不定我们当中还有人说，当然是得血肉的妇人呢。Some might even say, actually, the woman is more important. 但是如果你说是雅鲁的女，我也不会觉得惊讶。But I wouldn't be that surprised if you said it was the daughter of Jairus. 我相信这也就是为什么他不直接来求耶稣医治他，却要偷偷摸耶稣一脚的原因。And I believe that's why the woman didn't directly ask Jesus to heal her. She secretly tried to touch Jesus' clothes. 一个长久备受责难、备受藐视的女人，早已经忘记自己的至尊。A woman who has been blamed and despised for so long has long forgotten what dignity and self-esteem is. 从来没有人会在乎她的感受。No one ever cared about her feelings. 她当然也不会期待耶稣跟别人有所不同。She certainly didn't expect Jesus to be. 在惧怕可能会再度受到拒绝、再度受到藐视、再度受到伤害的情况之下 ，fearing that she might be rejected again, despised again, or even hurt again， 她不敢正面的提出要求，却要偷偷的摸耶稣的衣角。It is understandable that she did not dare to make an open request, but she secretly just wanted to touch the Jesus' clothes. She really had every reason、uh, to expect not to expect Jesus to be different from others. But Jesus is different. Jesus knew the pain she had suffered. Jesus knew the hurt of being despised. 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 Jesus And today,、uh, today we had a sister who was able to testify that she is God's precious daughter. Jesus 称这个被世人藐视的女人为女儿。You know, Jesus,、um, she did not despise her like others. She she called her daughter. 因为耶稣不像别人一样轻视她，耶稣看重她的价值。Because Jesus was not like others,、uh, looking down on her, he really valued her. 耶稣看重那个管会堂雅鲁的女儿
Jesus valued the daughter of Jairus. So he came back. That's why he would go and. and At the same time, he valued this woman、uh, who could not even hold her head up in front of others. The title daughter is that was very special to this woman has deep meaning. Before this incident, we saw that Jairus loved his daughter very much. 为了拯救他的女儿，他不惜放下他自己身段，来到耶稣基督面前，祈求耶稣赶快到他家里面去，救着他那个病得快要死的女儿。In order to save his daughter, he's willing to drop everything and come to Jesus, ask Jesus to come to his house and save his dying daughter. 就像雅鲁看中他的女儿一样，耶稣亲密地称她为女儿。Just as Jairus valued his daughter, Jesus intimately called this woman daughter. 因为耶稣要让这个妇女知道，耶稣更要让旁边的人知道，耶稣不像别人一样轻视她，耶稣看重她的价值。Because Jesus wanted the woman to know, Jesus wanted the people around him to know that Jesus didn't despise her as others had done, but that he valued her dignity. 耶稣在这边其实是在对她说：“你不要怕，没有人会责备你，你没有做错什么。” Jesus actually is saying to her here, "Don't be afraid. No one will blame you. You have done nothing wrong." Jesus saw her as a valuable person. Jesus valued her feelings. Jesus cared about her feelings. Jesus helped her see her own worth and to heal the wounds of her soul. Jesus helped her see her own worth and to heal the wounds of her soul. Jesus helped her see her own worth and to heal the wounds of her soul. In the same way, Jesus still cares about our feelings now. You know, all of our troubles, He knows. We suffered wrongs. When we are wronged, he understands. We face the struggles. The struggles that we face, he 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 knows. Even when we are among diseases, when we are suffering from illness, he understands. He even fully understands the fear and pain that plagues us from sickness and cancer. We can be very honest and come to him. He understands everything. He can completely accept us. 顾念我们，在乎我们的感受。We can really come to him because he understands everything about us. He fully accepts us, cares for us. He cares about our feelings. 这就是为什么我们在愁苦里面，我们可以借着耶稣得平安，可以在浴火重生却去的一个很重要的原因。And this is why, you know, in our sorrows, we can really find peace during、uh, the pandemic, and we can really,、uh, yeah, be comforted by him. 耶稣在乎我们的感受。Jesus. Cares about our feelings. 在这边，我们也看到耶稣借着耶稣，我们可以得浴火重生的第二个原因，是因为这位爱我们的耶稣顾念我们的需要。Here we also see the second reason、uh, why we can have peace through Jesus, why we can be born again from the fires, because Jesus takes care of our needs. 哎，很多时候我们追求一件事情，我们向神诉说我们所需要的。Many times we pursue something and we ask God to help us with that need. Only later do we find out, oh, that really wasn't our true need. This woman is the real. It was this way with the woman. A hard-hearted woman, even though her body was healed, not like her problems would be all gone. She would still face many kinds of difficulties in her life. Jesus knew her beauty. Jesus knew her situation. He not only cared about how she was feeling at the moment; he also cared about her future needs. 
。今天我们当中有弟兄姐妹们受洗，我们相信你也知道，在未来的日子里面，你仍然会碰到一些难处。但是耶稣知道，他会顾念你我生活上的需要。Today, our brothers and sisters who are baptized, I believe that、um, in the future we will still face very many difficulties and trials, but we know that Jesus takes care of our every need. 我们从第二十九节看到，当这个女人摸了耶稣的衣服之后，病就得到了医治。We see from verse 29 that once the woman touched Jesus' clothes, she was healed. 圣经也告诉我们，这个时候耶稣感觉有能力。从自己身上流出去。The Bible also tells us that at the time Jesus felt power flowing from him. 他就在众人当中转过来说：“谁摸了我的衣裳 ？”He turned his head in the midst of the crowd and said, "Who touched my garment?" 妇人得了医治是一件好事。You know, it's a good thing that the woman was healed. 但是耶稣却在众人当中停下来，转过身来说：“谁摸我的衣裳 ？”But Jesus stopped in the crowd, turned around, and said, "Who touched me?" 这个问题很莫名其妙，同意吗 ？This question seems very inexplicable. 我我我相信耶稣知道摸他的是谁。You know, I believe that Jesus knew who who was touching him. 他是耶稣基督嘛，他是永生神的儿子嘛，他是掌管万有的全能者，全知全能者了，是不是？他知道。He was the Christ. He was the Son of the Living God. He was omniscient, almighty, in control of all things. Of course, he would know. 他既然他知道，他为什么偏偏要停下来，转身过来问呢 ？Since he knew, then why did he stop and turn around to ask? 亲爱的弟兄姊妹们，请注意哦，当神问我们问题的时候，常常是要我们思考，我们到底知不知道我们的处境。Dear brothers and sisters, please pay attention. When God asks us a question, He's usually asking us to think: Are we aware of our actual situation? 耶稣在众人中中间转过来说：“谁摸我的衣裳？”是要这个妇女表明她自己的身份。Jesus turned his head in the midst of the crowd and said, "Who touched my clothes?" In order that the woman might be able to reveal her identity. 当然，这个妇人的情况，她是一个不洁净的人，竟然混杂在群众当中摸了耶稣，很可能招来责备，招来祸患。Of course, in this case,、um, she was unclean. She was mixed in with the crowd. She touched Jesus, so she would have likely brought、uh, reproach and disaster. 耶稣要她表明身份，并不是要她诉说发生了什么事情。Jesus asked her to identify herself, not that, not so that she can explain everything that happened to her. Jesus 要她如此做呢，是要她面对面认识耶稣，乃是顾念她真正的需要。But he did this because, in order for her to come face to face with Jesus, to know Him, and it's about taking care of her real needs. 弟弟兄姊妹，这个血肉的妇人是偷偷的混杂在人群当中，偷偷的摸了耶稣基督福而得到医治的。Brothers and sisters, this woman with this blood disease, she sneaked into the crowd,、uh, quietly touched Jesus' clothes, and was instantly healed. 如果她同样的又是静悄悄的离开人群，没有人会知道有这么一回事儿。You know, if she had left the crowd very secretly, no one would have known about this situation. 因为没有人愿意接近她。Because no one would want to approach her. 她没有办法证明她得到医治的医治的事实。She wouldn't be able to prove that she had been healed. 她也就没有办法回到社区过个正常的生活。And she would not be able to be restored to the society and live a normal life. 耶稣要她站出来，众众人面前，在管会堂的雅鲁面前，表明自己已经不再是过去那个不不洁净的了。Jesus asked her to stand up and show before the crowd, before Jairus, the synagogue ruler, that she was no longer the unclean woman she used to be. 她可以正常的过活，这是她真正需要的。From now on, she can be restored to living a normal life. That's what she really needs. 耶稣。Jesus really cared about her true need. 但是她真正的需要并不是仅仅这样而已。However, what she really needs is not just that. 
他并不得医治，并不能够保证他永远不再有愁苦。Even though she was healed, there was no guarantee that she would never have sorrow again. 他还是会有病痛的时候。She would still experience pain. 他真正的需要，并不是仅仅身体得医治，而是过去十二年当中所积虑的那种痛心、那种苦毒、那种挫败、那种疑惑，跟黑暗的记忆要从耶稣那边得到医治。What she really needs is not just physical healing, but healing from the pain, the bitterness, the frustration, the doubts, and the dark memories that accumulated over the last twelve years. 而这些只有耶稣能够真正的做到。And only Jesus can really do that. 只有耶稣能够真正的医治她。Only Jesus can truly heal her. 耶稣顾念他这样的需要。Jesus cared about her need. 而要有这样的一个果效，要相信耶稣有这样医治的能力。For that to work, it takes faith in Jesus to have this healing power. 要表明耶稣基督有这样一个能力。So, so you have to show that that you believe Jesus has his power. 所以耶稣要他勇敢的站出来。That's why Jesus asked her to stand up bravely. 耶稣对他说：“女儿，你的信救了你。” And he said to her, "Daughter, your faith has saved you." 这里的信。我相信不是摸了耶稣基督得医治的信。This faith demonstrated here, I believe, is not when she touched Jesus' clothes from behind. 而是当她勇敢地站在众人面前，恐惧战惊，伏耶稣基督跟前，将实情全部说出来的那种信心。But rather when she bravely stood before the crowd, despite being terrified, and fell down before Jesus and told the whole truth in front of everyone. 在众人。耶稣面前，他诉说他的苦、他的痛、他的愁、他的孤单、他的愤怒、他的无奈。In front of the crowd and Jesus, she was able to express her suffering, her pain, her sorrow, loneliness, her resentment, and her helplessness. 亲爱的弟兄姊妹，请注意，这件事是一件非常困难的事情。Uh, brothers and sisters, please know this is a very difficult thing to do. 她要冒着生命的危险。She's also risking her life doing this. 但是她对耶稣的信心。超越了这些顾忌。But her faith in Jesus transcended these scruples. 她可以勇敢地表明，耶稣，我相信你对我的爱，对我的接纳。And she could boldly say, Jesus, I believe in your love and your acceptance of me. 我相信你已经医治了我。I believe you healed me. 我更相信你有能力来保护我。And I believe you have the ability to protect me. 这个信心让耶稣说，女儿，你的信救了你。And it was because of this faith that. Jesus said, "Daughter, your faith saved you." This is with Jesus Christ face-to-face relationship. This face-to-face relationship with Jesus gave her a renewed spirit and a healed heart. This is far more than her physical healing. It was redemption that brings her true peace. So then he assured her, you know, go back in peace. 亲爱的弟兄姊妹们，相信复活的耶稣，顾念我们的需要是非常非常非常重要的。Your brothers and sisters, it's very, very important to believe that the risen Jesus Christ takes care of our needs. 在生活当中，我们难免会有病痛。Because in life we will inevitably have pain. 我们会有捆绑，会有试探，会有诱惑。凭我们自己，我们很难从中得到医治，得到释放。We have bondage. We have temptations. It's very difficult for us to be healed and released by our own strength. 但是，当我们注目耶稣，相信他顾念我们的需要，我们就可以从这里面经历到他复活的大能。But when we look at Jesus and trust Him for our needs, we can experience the power of His resurrection. 帮我翻译的这个帅哥陈弟兄，他就有这样一个经验。啊 ，Brother Chen next to me who's translating. 潘山博，因为要 translate truthfully. 啊 ，he he's who's helping me translating. He has had this experience. 
现在让我们来听听他的见证。Uh, let's hear his testimony. 他会使用英文，中文的翻译的话，我们会同步打在荧光幕上。Uh, he will share in English, and the Chinese translation will be displayed on the screen. Okay. Uh, hi everyone. My name is Peter. Um, some of you know uh, I actually have been serving uh, as full-time staff at Operation Dawn. Operation Dawn is a uh, gospel drug rehab in uh, Gilroy. We moved to Gilroy in 2019. Um, it's through serving there, you know, I really feel like I've experienced uh, the cross in deeper ways. You know, some say that like bearing one's cross as Jesus commanded means being willing to undergo misunderstanding and persecution and uh, even suffering for his sake because he did that for us. Um, it was definitely, in my experience, at Operation Dawn, through making mistakes, humiliation, misunderstanding trials, I really do have a deeper comprehension of Jesus, his passion, and what he went through to love us to the end. But we have to also remember that the cross was an execution device. Um, it was used to put people to death. And of course, it's true, you know, when we put our faith in Jesus, we, are, we died and rise with him uh, in new life. Um, but the New Testament authors also tell us constantly to put to death, uh, put off the old man, and to crucify the flesh with all of its sinful desires. Um, and it's to this exhortation I want to testify to um, for my experience recently to hope to encourage us all to follow Jesus more. Uh, one way I understand how this whole thing plays out is all of us are inordinately attached to different things that when we cling to them too strongly, they become addictions. Of course, addiction is the clinical term uh, for what I'm calling as attachment. Uh, the spiritual term for attachment would be uh, like idolatry, making something an idol. But I actually like the term attachment because it seems to explain you know, what happens in our heart when we set our heart on something other than God. Uh, when I first came to Operation Dawn 12 years ago, I was actually attached to many things, many harmful things that really affected my quality of life. And I came to Operation Dawn originally to quit drugs and alcohol, and it was through faith in Christ, through repentance, that I was born again, and God enabled me slowly, yet fitfully, to overcome this addiction. And I, I went on to graduate from college. Um, I got married to my lovely wife, and I was able to hold a job for many years. So outwardly, you know, it seemed that God had really turned my life around. I was addicted, you know, I was helpless, and now I'm free. I live a life of meaning. Uh, and I even started to get more involved in church, uh, leading worship and small group and Bible studies. And in 2009, I really felt God's call uh, to serve at Operation Dawn as a full-time staff. So I quit my job, and we moved to Gilroy to serve at Operation Dawn. However, as time went on and things became more routine, my heart started to stray from the Lord, and it really started to become attached to other things. Very subtly, I didn't realize this, things like money or caffeine or even entertainment or electronics. Um, I didn't even realize that at the time, but slowly signs of addiction started to show up in my life. Some of the signs of addiction are denial, loss of willpower, obsession, all these things. So, you know, when my wife or someone would start to observe, you know, hey, you're drinking a little more coffee than usual, or, you know, you're starting to drink energy drinks, 
Uh, or they might be like, oh, you're on your phone all the time. You know, I just rationalize it away. I would just say things like, oh, it's just coffee, you know, or like I can handle it. You know, it's not that big of a deal. But I found my thoughts more and more preoccupied with things like the stock market and my investments. And I started to exhibit more and more reckless behavior. Throughout this time, my prayer life virtually evaporated. So without that connection to God, I really had to serve Operation Dawn and my wife out of my flesh, which, as you can imagine, brought a lot of significant consequences. And it really wasn't until the Holy Spirit arrested my conscience that I realized how attached to these things like money and caffeine I had become. But thankfully, since I've always known Operation Dawn not just as a rehab, but as my spiritual home, I reached out to the other coworkers, and we all agreed that I would step down from my role as staff for three months and become a brother again so that I could refocus on my issues. At first, I, of course, I did feel a little embarrassed. You can imagine, you know, I come from, I start as a staff position, and I had to relinquish that status and become a resident there again. Um, it, it did feel a little, you know, embarrassing, but through it, I really am grateful that, you know, this whole process of repentance, you know, I, I'm so grateful that not only uh, have, I, have I been able to um, overcome some of these attachments, but I can really find my first love again, which is really, you know, coming back to God and building a relationship with Him. You know, some of you might think that, you know, Changing these behaviors, it should be a lot easier than something as addictive as drugs, right? I mean, it's just coffee. It's just stuff like checking your phone. But what I've learned is that it's not the object of the attachment that's the main problem. It's actually our heart's tendency to strive to attain all these things. And once we obtain them, to cling to them desperately. And attachment has to do with the heart. Because it's anything that we set our heart on and look to, for comfort, for security, for significance. In this sense, anything can be an attachment. Again, the Bible talks about attachment. He uses the word, they, they use the word idolatry. We can make anything into an idol. And attachments always get in the way of loving God and loving others. And just as God brought Israel out of slavery to Egypt, and he planted them in the promised land, so he also in Christ has redeemed us from sin and death and brought us into new life with him. But God also repeatedly warned the Israelites over and over again to guard their hearts once they enter the land, lest they go after other gods and they stray from the Lord. And God used Operation Dawn to deliver me from the bondage of drug addiction into a life of sobriety and freedom. However, like the Israelites, I didn't heed God's warning uh, to guard my heart against other idols. And it took his gracious discipline uh, to really bring me back, and to put these things to death. Um, Paul says, don't use your freedom to indulge in the flesh. So, you know, I think it's really fitting to share with you all this on Easter because Jesus not only died so that we might be forgiven uh, of our sins, but he also died and rose again so that we might be free from all our striving and our clinging and our attachments to all these lesser things. So I really praise God for his grace in enabling me to let go of some of these attachments and really learn to yearn for him in the emptiness. When you let go of an attachment, there's emptiness. Rather than replace it with another attachment, you yearn for God. As the deer pants for water, we yearn for God. 
Um, and I really hope my experience can serve as a warning and encouragement to many of us to turn away from looking at worthless things and to turn to our Lord in whose hand there are pleasures forevermore. Thank you. And I hope from uh, uh, our brother's testimony that we can really know that uh, the, resurre the resurrected Jesus can take care of all of our needs. We just need to look to him and look to the cross. We really have to believe that Jesus has this healing power. We have to focus on him, and then we will be able to rise again from the ashes. And lastly, we can have peace through Jesus. We can be born again from the plague because Jesus heals our whole being. You know, this woman who suffered from bleeding for 12 years, when she touched Jesus' clothes, the source of the bleeding on her body suddenly, suddenly dried up. It was actually a very big surprise. As we mentioned earlier, uh, Jesus wanted this woman to receive greater healing and greater grace. Jesus knew that physical healing alone would not help her face her new life. The healing she needed also included her heart, her relationships, and the rest of society. She wanted, Jesus wanted her to be healed in body, spirit, and soul. So Jesus said to her in front of the crowd, uh, you are freed from your suffering. Uh, Jesus really wanted to publicly proclaim in front of everyone in order to build up her faith. Daughter, not only have you been completely healed of your disease, but, you, but the disaster that you've dealt with all life has already ended. Now you can return to this society, you can live a normal and peaceful life. This is the power that Jesus' resurrection gives us. He told her, go back in peace. And for him to say this in front of everyone, her dignity and self-worth was restored. And she's really able to be uh, restored back into society. In the future, she doesn't need to hide, she doesn't need to fear, she doesn't have to self-pity anymore. She can live a normal life from now on. Dear brothers and sisters, 
Uh, Jesus Christ is the one who, who cares about our feelings, who cares about our needs, and he wants to heal us our whole being. And for him doing this, he allowed the woman to be completely healed. And just as Jesus did for this woman, Jesus also cares about our feelings. Jesus also takes care of our needs. Jesus also wants us to heal us, our mind, body, and spirit, so that we can become whole again. Allow me to remind you, there's no one who is not loved by Jesus. There's no one, no one that Jesus does not love. Whether society accepts us or not, Jesus completely accepts us. No matter who we are, what job we do, what background we come from, we can all come to Jesus. He can take away our troubles. He can give us peace. Today is a very special day. The, the day when our Lord Jesus rose from the dead. His resurrection brings us hope. Because of his resurrection, we know that he is alive today. That he still cares about our feelings today. That he still cares about our needs today. That he can still heal our whole being today. Dear brothers and sisters, even though we are in the midst of epidemics, social unrest, chaos in the world, and various uncertainties, we can still be sure that we can be born again. We can rise from the ashes. We can celebrate the 30th anniversary of our church with joy and gratitude. Why? Because Christ is risen. This Lord who cares about how we feel, who cares about our needs, who heals our whole being, has risen. Because he has risen, because he lives, we no longer fear. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow and we can rise from the ashes. Let me ask you this. Do you know this Jesus? Do you want to meet this Jesus? I'd like to have Dan come up and lead us in a song to the worship team to lead us in a song because he lives.